Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. A lot of times you guys don't know kind of mm. what goes into making the precious radio that we make. And la, la, loo, la, a lot of it is that. A lot of it's because what's important is, is that you want all of the mouth and the throat to be speaking. Absolutely. Just for once, I want one of these family annihilators to be a family like exhilarator. Absolutely. Have fun with them. Just have fun with your family. I feel like there's so many other things you could do with your family besides just wiping him out. I know you might be a powerful South Carolina lawyer and Mm. things are starting to get a little heated in there. But instead of wiping out the entire family, right, blaming it on a bunch of like a faction of hitmen that don't exist in South Carolina. Sure. I think that what you should do is take everybody to Six Flags. Because once you're Six Flags, once you're at Six Flags, and this is not a commercial for Six Flags, they refuse to respond to us. Um, yes. Well, there can be a little bit dangerous. People get their heads kicked off they sometimes. They do, but you have to be careful out there. But at Six Flags, even the father can be a child. And I know that it's difficult that on nice? the father. The father, how much does the father have to do? How much? much more does the father have to take care of? Well, quite a bit, it being that they are the father. Yes. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. Ben Kissel hanging out with Henry. Family exhilarator. <laughs> Alex Murdoch. Oh, my God. This trial. You know what? We don't often think about the person on trial and how hard it is for them. It's not. He is openly weeping as he sits there and everyone's like, so it looks like your son didn't end up so well. <laughs> well, well I have been watching a lot of well, the Murdoch tr- uh, trial. I've been watching a lot of it. I have never seen. It is a building of foghorn leghorns. It, it is. is. I have never heard the word. I believe I heard the words, I do declare, at least <laughs> 10 times well, in the opening statements. Of course, if they're going to be declaring something, you've got to declare that you're I about to declare, and then you make the declaration. This whole courtroom is out of order. What's more embarrassing, South Carolina courts or the Wisconsin courts, as we saw with Kyle Rittenhouse, obviously serious <laughs> subject matter, life and death. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I don't know now. That's I know. Now, now, like there's something about a South Carolina act, uh, yeah. accent that I actually think it's a little bit more punitive, though. It sounds a little bit more like yeah. I'm about to go to the death penalty and I'm now, about to get the chair. Here. Oh, it's hot in this courtroom. It's hot in this courtroom. Oh, now, now, listen here. Now, now this, is not, this is not this is a trial. This is not a trial. This is a statement. It's a this statement. a statement on South Carolina statement. family. I, I do like that a lot of the, uh, so far his defense has basically put it, how could he possibly, how could he possibly have killed his children? They went to a baseball game. A baseball and you're like, game. Is, I know, I do understand. Again, he's innocent until proven guilty, but I'm putting a little bit of the guilt stank on there. Uh, but there's, mm. they are, his his lawyers are really Alec Murdoch's. Again, just so you know, he's in the middle of the trial right now. You can watch the open statements on, I think it was Long, Law and Crime channel on YouTube. I've been watching it's all just that. just on YouTube. You can just search the name if you want to see a grown man cry. Interesting how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, he is this bleaking. Is a, he really is. And again, this is a person who grew up uh, you know, he in home run in the dugout after his family hit a home run. Mm-hmm. It, he was beyond third base. He was already done. All he had to do was not scam the people of South Carolina one and murder his entire family. Two, but so also he, did he all murdered of this. the maid. And of course, the maid. <laughs> and the maid also got murdered. And I think that the dogs were fine. 
So at least they were safe. But yeah, he is just a, uh, a skinny headed motherfucker. And all these guys are in there well, and they're really. But again, if he's proven innocent, I've seen a lot of these like it's possible, like talk back. Sure. But talkbacks of uh, other South Carolina lawyers. And they, again, not to get anybody to, to, too hepped up, but this is my opinion. I think a lot of these lawyers uh, on the other side, they really want to see Alec Murdoch win. They kind of want to see him win because they kind of want to mm. see they they love it all. They look at it like it's a game because they're all talking about this one guy was given a reaction because they talk about how on the one of the things that have been revealed, a part of the evidentiary process has revealed that the Snapchat video that the yes. son took, they believe it proves that Alec Murdoch was there. At the time of the murder, they believe that his voice shows up on the on that. And they also said on the 911 call when he calls in, mm -hmm. they both said the same thing. And then in the body cam footage with the, the police officers, Alec Murdoch said, he's like, well, you know, Maggie and Paul, they, so many hitmen are out to kill them. There's like they've had so many threats on their life. And, and so and then one South Carolina lawyer's reaction was now a cynical man might say yeah. that he was huh. planning this murder. Well, you don't want to be cynical. A what? cynical man. You don't well, want to be cynical. Man. A man of the field, he would know he yeah. was simply looking for the perpetrators. Well, to be fair, I guess cynical is probably a, a good character trait for a juror. Um, because, Absolutely. of course, you're going to be told that this man is innocent. Now, again, as Henry said, uh, innocent until proven guilty. And we know for a fact in the legal system, sometimes you can be guilty and innocent and then vice versa. Mm. So it would be up to his defense attorneys. And as you said as well, Henry, you're right. This dude has a lot of power. He has a lot of um, ties within the community. It's a and B, there are some a, people. A B-team Illuminati. These and, are guys that are like well, local the, Illuminati. South Carolina A-team, though. Yeah. And of course, a lot of people just want to keep the status quo no matter how disgusting it is. Also, if he does end up somehow getting off on this or whatever it might be, his former housekeeper, he screwed her out of $4.5 million oh, insurance yeah. settlement. Oh, yeah. So after, after she died in a mysterious slip and fall, so that trial Everybody's will be happening at a later date. So oh, yeah. no matter There's blood what. In the water. There's blood and water for the Murdochs, and we'll see how this plays out. But I am cynically minded, and yeah, maybe that's just because I've been hurt. Yes. And, but I don't mean to be like that because in, in really, when if you if you get down the core of me, I am an innocent Amish girl. That You're all really he, not. All I want is milk. All I like is milk and weed and and other tits. I'm just. A, I don't I think they're a, allowed to smoke weed. I'm a tight 19 year old, soon to be lesbian Amish girl that is nice. naive to the workings of the world, and oh, I do not know what it means to have a rainbow party. Yes, indeed. You, you know, probably, that's who I am. You might, though. The Amish also full of STDs, and they like to have a little bit of fun themselves. Yeah, they, yeah, they like to look under the hood, and that means sucking the dick of a horse. So Paul Murdoch, again, that's the son. He was shot in the chest and head with a shotgun at close range. Maggie was shot multiple times, including yes. one shot in the back and, and additional shots while she was lying on the ground. And the defense is putting forth that they believe it was two different guns that were used. The rifle that was a rifle, I believe, and a shotgun, and they believe one of the guns is now gone. And so now they're yes. trying to get to the bottom of, like, where they used the same. Well, we'll keep covering the trial. I just was have been watching it. I've been fascinating. So I've been fascinated. Well, so if you are into it, you should just check it out because you can kind of see just how it's real boring. It's a little bit boring, but it's also quite fascinating. It is fascinating. She had been shot to Maggie, that is, with a 300 blackout ammo from an AR-style rifle. So there you go. Either way, no matter what, you wake up one day and you're like, my family's all been shot. What happened? What happened? What it must have been happened? a series of hitmen. And Because Natalie and I talked about it a little bit, too, where it's like, who knows? Because I'm thinking... Little Buster. Little Buster. There's Little Buster. That's the other son that is, uh, man, the most guiltily named child of the entire family. But, yes, we'll see what happens with Buster. Buster is just, uh, he is the Tony Hale of the family. Yes. So, uh, so we'll see where it goes because he could have been there helping. We are starting to see a couple of the cast of characters as well. Jeff Croft, an agent with the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. It's interesting to hear what he has to say. He says that... Um, this is what uh, Murdoch said after he saw the uh, graphic photos of his slain son. He says, it was so bad. I did him so bad. And then Croft alleged that Murdoch started crying. And then uh, Alex says, he's such a good boy, too. Yeah, yeah so he's it just seems, holding, he's a that, good boy. Isn't that, isn't that a confession? No. When you say, it was so bad. He, I did him so bad. Because 
I don't know. I wouldn't. If there was a picture of you with a whole like a bullet in your head. I would be like, wow, I can't believe I'm so sad. My friend Henry is that I wouldn't be like I did him bad because then I would think that I had the gun over your corpse and I was continuing to riddle you with bullets. Hmm. I, it's just a strange reaction to me. But yeah, I don't know. He's mourning. He's also mourning. I think that it's complicated, like Avril Lavigne said. And you know who went made it all complicated? Alec Murdoch. And so we'll find out. Yeah. We're really, really, we will find out because, yes, he was doing a lot of crocodile tears, in my estimation, Yo, about his son. Say, though, if they were crocodile tears, he got them flowing. Yeah, he did. And I he can also, I think because he knows what's going to be like when he goes to jail. I can also uh, understand people don't really get it. I don't think that he had the foreshadow. Which is interesting because he's an attorney. He knows what the penal system is no, like. He, was in a he knows full, what jail is he like. He was in a full, I think I, I, he was in a full spiral because yes. he knew all of the financial crimes were coming to a head. And one thing that people are not talking about in the coverage of this crime, which I do understand because it's hard to leap to, which is with family annihilators, as we've covered time and time again, a change in status for the father, as a lot of times is what causes it to all spurt off. It's always financial like he shit. But he committed his own change in status. Once everyone starts dying. But he's like, well, it's not my fault. I'm bad at everything. So I'm bad stupid. at crime. You want, I was a lawyer. Now, wouldn't you want me to be bad at crime? I, that was yeah. the thing. I was too much of a lawyer to be a family annihilator. Well, Mr. Zabrowski, let's move on from South Carolina and let's get out of this world because I want to read this to you. Okay. Because I remember one time I brought up a fella, Stephen Greer. Yeah, no, yeah, you don't yeah. like Stephen Gray. CIA, uh, he's definitely a CIA op. I he, think he had a fantastic he, YouTube. I watched a two-hour presentation. I think he did a very nice job. He wants to sell us to the OBEs. I don't even know what that means, so I don't care. He wants to sell us to them. I'm not quite that involved to have a random feud with a person I don't that doesn't know I exist. Me and him have to fight on site. <laughs> but, which is actually <laughs> kind of sad, though, because he's jacked. He is strong. But he's yeah. a podiatrist, so. Yeah, so he knows all about feet. So Stephen Greer says aliens, they come and they come in peace. He thinks they're going to bring the world together. Sure. They're going to unite us with their technology, they are with me, their empathy and their love. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. However, and this, I was saying this before the show, the Jerusalem Post is on the tip of yeah. the spear yeah. for UFO uh, conversations. There's another dude named Malcolm Robinson, and he says uh, he's one of the alien. He's one of the leading alien experts in Britain, and he wrote over 10 books. Whoa. So that's a lot Whoa. of books. That is. Honestly, it is. And he says. He says he's a musical artist. <laughs> I don't know. He's an album Chrono Trigger, which so he's made his own. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. He's made his own. Uh, what seems to be a. Uh, it's a soundtrack to, I think, a Robert Anton Wilson book. Yes. Either way. Well, I'm sure it's fantastic. He says the aliens will not come in peace. And as a matter of fact, they're going to make us little spit roast piggies and they're going to eat us and devour us and they're going to kill us. You know, I believe that. You know, I believe that to be if they're real, they are. I'm just going to see what this is. Or Chrono Trigger Orchestral Selections Volume 1. This is his music? This is his music. Let me... All right. Well, I'll judge how much I want to take him seriously based on how good his music is. Why can't you? Why aren't you playing me? What is this? Yeah. What is this fucking garbage, Amazon? Well, this is what Robinson... What is this fucking absolute horse shit? That's good. Have a meltdown right here. This is what Robinson said when talked about, what are they going to do here? He says, they have an agenda for sure. We can but speculate. And then he says, I wouldn't say they are peaceful due to the thousands of UFO abductions. Exactly. Worldwide. And they are on the... And they are. That is assault. It's assault from space interdimensionally and it is not good because we i did that entire documentary i did i i narrated the entire documentary about experiencers within the hybrid program and i listened to these people's stories <laughs> and it is harrowing and I so know. yes if they're coming here and they are made out of meat guess what kissel you're gonna be one of their little tents i'm fine with they're it they're gonna crawl I'm fine. up inside no of you. with any luck they'll treat me like a king so this is why uh, that's he the thing you're gonna this. flip on humankind yeah yeah, right. of course. Honestly, uh, I can't begrudge you because, again, I, I understand. You got to jump on what team's winning. There's the asshole there, Schmarnock. Thank you, man. Go kill him, Schmarnock. Me? No, I pointed over there. Okay, good. I let you do. Thank you. So this is what he had to say, and this is an interesting thing for Mr. Malcolm as to why he got into ufology, and this is why I take him a little seriously. Because he says he started out to, quote, disprove these subjects as as I honestly felt that there was no validity to UFOs. J. Allen Hynek. And then he says, now. you know what he says? How I was wrong. See? 
And you see, that's nice. Another man eating fucking crow. He said, because you all need a wise up. I get a lot of people saying, oh, I don't believe in these UFOs, these alien stuff. But guess what, man? Guess what you're going to be at the very end, man? Fucking dead like the rest of us. Absolutely. So I say open up your fucking cloaca of your brain, dude. So Fucking said, get into the program. So it, it took him 20 years to say, you know what? Maybe they are out there. Yep. And then he did a speaking tour because that's where you really made the money. I mean, for him, that's probably very big money. He's only, it seems like he only has two albums. He's been making, oh, is that it? I'm looking at this right now. So it's Malcolm he, Robinson. I don't think Robinson, it's the Chrono Fernando has a, has a look on his face as if he's heard him. Okay, I have to explain that. Chrono Trigger is one of the most critically acclaimed video games ever. Yes, and he made his own soundtrack to Chrono Trigger. So there's a, so this is a very very famous very famous, but I don't think he made No, no, he didn't. He he took the work they did and yeah, He took the work they did. Cuz now I'm looking at it's a biography, right? Some facts. All right, here we go. This is according to this is according to uh, some facts on UFO and paranormal researcher Malcolm Robinson. Number one, Malcolm was the first Scotsman to give a lecture on UFOs in America when he lectured on the 18th International UFO Conference in Lachlan, Nevada, 2009. Number oh. two, Malcolm was the first Scotsman to give a lecture on UFOs in Holland when he lectured at a UFO conference in Utrecht well, in he's 2009. Just, it Number sounds like three, he's going to be the first Scotsman everywhere he goes because apparently Malcolm was the first Scotsman oh my God. to give a lecture on UFOs in France when he lectured at UFO conference in Strasbourg in 2010. Number four, Malcolm was the, the first, first Scotsman, Scotsman to give well, a what? lecture on UFOs in Ireland, and that's that's intense. There's just no other Scottish ufologist, so this his resume is just his where he went, and everyone's like, first time, huh? Number five. Who cares? Number five, Malcolm is one of the only handful of people on this planet who have been down into the murky depths of Loch Ness in a submarine back in 1994. <laughs> Number six, movie mogul Steven Spielberg wanted to help Malcolm catch the Loch Ness monster, but the fans, the plan sadly fell through. I don't know why we, put, we included it in the bio. I don't know either, but there, this is also in the story in the Jerusalem Post. He met with people like Amanda Holden, who I don't know who that is, but apparently somebody successful. I think that is a that's that's a prank name because it's just I'm looking for an Amanda, Amanda Holden. Holden. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Uh, Steven Spielberg, another person that's met with the man. So interestingly enough, when Robinson did talk about his most frequent ideas or sightings that were reported, he says they don't look different from creatures we usually see in film or television. Mm. These are small, childlike features. We talked just about the Trinity UFO case we covered last week. Mm -hmm. These are small, childlike creatures about three to four feet in height with bluey-gray translucent skin, large pear-shaped heads with inky black wrapped around yes. their eyes. No he, sign of any genitalia. And you know he he's looks. He's looking. Here's a few of Malcolm's UFO and paranormal experiences. Number one, Malcolm has been slapped by a ghost, had his hair pulled <laughs> by a ghost, and he was kicked by a ghost on a number of investigations. Number two, Malcolm has seen sparkling lights suddenly appear in a haunted bedroom. These lights look like the kids handheld November 5th sparklers. That's what they, that's their Independence Day. November 5th, But huh? it's Independence Day from nothing. It's in the, Scotland. It's the revolution that, fa I believe, that failed. That's Guy Fawkes Day. Oh. Right? I might be wrong. I don't know. Could um, be. He's seen a pair of levitating. This is number three. Malcolm has seen a pair of levitating shoes fly up into the <laughs> air and crash through a glass window. No. Malcolm had a ghost shout at him to get out of her house. The ghost. There are, there are four. There's 12 of these. He saw a chest of drawers fly into the air for a Scotsman to see that float over to him, drop at his feet in a haunted house in Changford. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, he was a chief investigator into the Bonnie Bridgeways of UFO sightings. But I mean, you know. Again, the, his well, CV is there. He is. He's big time stuff. And he also says he's seen small entities take people into flying objects, held them there for a certain period. He says their lives changed forever, but they are still the men they were, albeit. I believe With that's a different perspective on life. That's the uh, Epstein flight crew is what he talked about. Oh, the <laughs> they, Epstein he, flight he, crew. He gets those little guys in there because then they don't, because he said, Epstein was saying something about how like little people's eyes are smaller, so they see less. Glee and I was Glor like, that's inappropriate. Glee Glory, you abducted the wrong people. These are Hollywood elites with billionaire class people. They are now probing us. And the man called me a bing bong. I'm going to go in the hate crime unit. Live from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met. Of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day. But not this year. I'm coming back. 
ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family, I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um, there, well, anyway, have we got into any of the, has anybody co- talked about, it? I don't know if we talked about this, this guy in SoCal that I do want to talk about a little bit because it's, it's freaky to me. You talking about the road rage guy? This, this road rage guy that is kind of like, you know, this is, you know, it's LA. All right. So let's just say road rage is one of our love languages. So it's important out here. It's how you communicate, right? Well, there's so, a lot of people screaming, a lot of honking of the horns. There is. Although I'm going to say this. Much less than New York. Yes. People are far more courteous here. I think it's because more people are, yeah, they're armed. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen people wait 10 seconds at a stoplight and no one honks. I honk. Oh, no, I honk. Because I said, we got to go here, buddy. If there is a left turn signal, you must, if that person has, I'm going to gently say their head firmly jammed up their ass and they're Mm -hmm. at the front of the line in the turn lane, you need to move. And so sometimes you can get a little hang hang because I am not going to turn, because I have. Sometimes been a verbal driver. I call it verbal driver. I'm not. I'm not an angry driver. I'm a verbal driver. Mm-hmm. I, I have verbalisms, right? Mm-hmm. But Natalie, my beautiful wife, sometimes says she will put a hand on my elbow and say, "We're all gonna get shot in the head." We're all gonna I, get shot in the head. You really need to not. You need to watch yourself. And then I was like, yep. "That's why I need to be strapped with C4." So be like, "Oh, you think you could fucking get me? Yeah, I'm gonna take out the whole line of traffic." But then well, everybody, that's all now. I'm a terrorist. Kind of defeats the point of the seatbelt there. This is again, I show restraint. 
because this I'm is, an artist in the very and the very hard for me. I'm an artist again, Amish girl looking to be lesbian. But this man mm-hmm. has now done this. This this story was we were looking for this guy uh, that was he was in a olive shirt and black pants and he would drive a Tesla. There's a brand new Tesla too. It's 2022 man. Tesla Model oh, X. Interesting. So he's the new Tesla guy. So this is the different Tesla brand. The guy's 36 years old. His name is Nathaniel Raddy Mac. Raddy Mac. I was just watching a conversation with. But they a just woman. got him. They literally just got him. They just got him. I was watching a conversation with a woman. She was white. And she said how devastated she is that she can't drive her Tesla without people criticizing her. I can't. Because she said no. she said she bought the Tesla in 2020 to no. try to stop global warming. Oh, she's and a then hero, she, no. This is actually true. It was on some local news she's affiliate. She's a hero, though. How can we make fun of a hero? She started crying. And she said, I'm just looking for another kind of electric car. Oh, God. I don't. And, and then I she mean, said, obviously, I just wasn't expecting for people to criticize me. And it was the um, single, it, it, I'm going to say she's weak. I think she's got to walk. Yeah. She walk. But it's fine. No, you can't be that upset, all right? Because guess what, man? It just comes down to everybody's mad, all right? No matter what you drive. Don't worry, they hate you. And so Tesla, they, I mean, they've made no comments on it, I think, wisely. I don't but, think the car, I mean, he would have had a road rage in any vehicle. Yeah, sure. To absolutely. be fair. No, no, no. It, I mean, it's fun that it's a Tesla, but yes. No, it is. It is. It could have been any vehicle. Also, so a the, Tesla, if you are a road rage, you're going to lose. Your car will die before the person in the gas-powered you, you car. You definitely you have to char- charge it up, but Tesla's got really good pickups, so it moves really fast. So that's what he would do. zip is, real fast. Yes. So he did this mm. thing where... I, and the video is actually really, he was caught on like, I want to say it's like 10 or 11 different uh, cams, cams, all these yeah. cams. And what he would do is like stop in the middle of the freeway, jump out of his car, hit a car with a pipe and go back in. Jesus. But he punched a woman in the face. He put like, I believe it, like he punched a woman in the face. He would, there's a video of him sideswiping and punching the cars as he's driving down the street. So and he doesn't even care about his own Tesla. No, he's lost his, whoever this guy is, has lost his, his ever loving mind because he keeps attacking people, attacking with the pipe. A woman talked about how he wasn't merging and then she did the give a little honk and then he pulled his car in front of her came out hit her car with the pipe again and Wait, the reason now, why I, this is my question who has a pipe when it is it's not the, it's not it's clue. not mario brothers yeah. no it's not yeah. yeah he's not a plumber i do, like the idea that he just he must he must have seen that pipe and be like that's a good road rage pipe. I, I, that's a good road rage pipe and then that's what he uses to assault vehicles and people. I think that he is a, well, I mean, obviously I think more information will come out about who this guy is and why he did what he did because a lot of it was not provoked. I mean, I know it's ridiculous to say, but it was not remotely provoked. You think it's a holiday hangover situation. Mm. A lot of this happened. Two of these incidents occurred on January 11th. It was all right after New Year's Eve. I mean, we're all mad that we, that all the emails start again. Like, no one likes that. I hate that. No, but, you know, the emails are just a rehash of last email, last October emails. When are we going Anyway, so, yes, in this world that we live in now where everything is filmed, sometimes you do get little gems like this. The man who recorded the video said the attacker struck his window several times with the object, but the window did not break. I'm almost going to say this. We all need to drive around like the president of the United States of America. So everyone in our car should be bulletproof? We need to have bulletproof cars. It's very you need expensive. to have bulletproof windows. It I know it is. very heavy, too. I know it makes them very heavy, but you also need to carry your own blood in the back just in case. I always carry a Ziploc bag on my own blood. Every morning I get up, I let, right? I go to the very, I go to just the, you know, because you know what bleeds really easy is your taint. And I was, I let out my taint. I let the blood out of my taint for a little while. Cause honestly, cause again, when I'm sitting like this, then I'm slightly punished as I sit, which is kind of nice. And that makes me feel truly Catholic. Well, you just take that little plastic thing that's on like uh, an inflatable raft that goes into your pool. You have one on your taint. Mm-hmm. You open it up, drain it out. And then I pull out the port and then I just let it squirt out. But the, hmm. I, the reason why I was kind of fascinated by this case, cause it was happening in the valley. It was up in Glendale and all the type of shit. Is that the part of it? Uh, there's something about this guy. He was held in five million dollars bond, which means somebody agrees with what I'm saying, which is this guy was ramping up to do something. I don't know what Sounds the fuck like he was it. doing. He has a lengthy criminal history of charges. Uh, he was it was he was charged for uh, criminal threats, assault, battery, vandalism, possession of meth, which might be the secret sauce here. <laughs> Um, I think it might be he might have had a little bit of performance enhancing drug here. And that's really the crime that we need to talk about. You're going to go kill. You're going to go commit felonious assault on the highway. Okay, but do it. Do it the right way. Natty. Natty. Do it the natty life. I am sick of these fucking stolen valor motherfuckers. Stolen valor. 
Absolutely. Yeah, go fine. You can assault five to 10 people in a day. So the California Highway Patrol, they say the assaults were all captured on dash cam and several leads were provided to the department, um, which, of course, led to the arrest. Dude, and it was weird because he wore the same shirt and pants for all of it. And he didn't change up, the, but the car had no license plate, which is also one of those things where they just let that roll, roll. Or he must have taken it off when he went to go on his road rage missions. It does seem like he's like, what you doing? You running errands? I'm going to regulate the highways. That was the whole purpose of him getting in the car. So he took, let's just say, take a little. Now, I understand, again, in a Mario Kart world. This is fun as shit. Absolutely. If you're in a, if you yeah, can this somehow. Was, if, yeah, that would be fun. If we were all like in bumper cars. If we're fun. all in bumper cars, this sounds really fun. Minus the actual assault. But the idea of like throwing an egg at somebody. Okay, having a good time. Well, just another bad news report for Tesla. He's got the 2022, which again makes him, he didn't like him before. But now he likes that Tesla brand. Yeah, it's just, I just was, I'm glad that they caught him before he murdered somebody. But I also wonder what the hell it's all going to lead to next. Because now that like, because what do we do know about jail? It doesn't necessarily make you better. Well, it does make you have less of a license and less ability to get into a car. I hopefully, hopefully that they can strip him of his license. I don't know how that works, though. I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's going to care. I think this guy might just at some point just get shot in the head by somebody. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, unless he's the one who got the gun. And it's going to be very scary once he's out there. But (sighs) we'll see. Like, I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe he's got a thorn in his paw. Maybe he does. Maybe it's one of those. What could be making him grumpy? What could we do? What Maybe can we it's do to all make the uh, crystal meth. Mm. Yeah, that makes people grumpy, which is strange because I think at first it makes you happy, then it makes your house clean, but then it makes you grumpy, it makes you then grumpy. it makes your house messy. Yeah, and you get house messy, and then everything's covered in blood. Would you <laughs> yeah. think that maybe we could make him smile? Probably. He might be a listener. We just don't know. Hey, Nathaniel, thanks for your Patreon subscription. Thank you. Um, if you could mm, come back on some of the rage. Just come back on some of the road rage. rage. Or you want to act You want to act in a We'll send ra- you a shirt. Send him a shirt. That'd be nice. I was going to say send him to Ukraine. Mm, because that's he's where living, you can use your aggression. He's living a twisted metal life Whoa. in a non-twisted metal world. Send him out to the Ukraine. Send that's him out you, to Ukraine. You're basically what we're again, which I think we've talked about several times in several different episodes of I will eventually build my suicide squad. I know. Because, you know, you got that group. You got he's probably a good one. Probably um, not. I don't he think he's going to be wrangled in very well. No, you got um, I'm trying to think it was like and then Marvin Hemeyer. Yeah. He's dead. He's yeah. dead. You can't get him in there. Yeah. You know, ha, sad. Eric well, Trump. There you go. We got to send him to Ukraine. I don't know what he does. Who knows? All I know is he's real tall. We're not going to talk about it here, but AI does say the end of the world's going to happen in November oh, of good. this year oh, when the Russians attack Germans, Germany. So we'll see if your God is correct. <laughs> I give my, well, with my, my your robot love <laughs> of your AI. Henry, love. Mm. What's it, it good for? Well, creating a family. Yep. Um, sustainable friendships. Sure. Actually, success yeah, comes yeah, from believe, love. I mean, lo- love is the fuel that make it all go up. It really does. Hate, it might burn fast and quick. But hey, man. But love is a nice slow burn. Hate's a two-barreled gun. One barrel points to two as well. 34-year-old man. Uh, he was hospitalized after he ate a banana wrapped in a condom in a fit of rage. Mm, this is the problem, man. Yeah. And rage, dog. Rage. Yeah, it, exactly. He didn't do this in a fit of love. Uh, this resulted in a serious bowel bowel back. Bowel blackout. This, reco- it was. this resulted in a serious bowel blockage. I mean, it made it a blowels. I look do at, think. Look at the bowel. Oh, I, yeah, I'm looking at it. Yes, now, and so this what, man, he's 34 years young, which I actually think good for him for such a age. But I didn't know what a banana would look like in a condom after it was sitting in a person's bowels for a while. It's cooking. It looks like it was kind of, it's interesting because it was sort of like sous vide inside of it. Now, Yeah, it really um, was. I feel like you could take a little scalpel and you could open it up. And then it's like one of those videos where you're like, it's cheese or maybe it's cake. No, this is what he says. Now, he said that he did it in a hormonal rage, which I don't even know what that means. Because like, does that happen to men? Do we get into? I think, oh, I think yeah. it's just like, like my, isn't yeah. my hormonal Your rage entire just life like is normal? Yeah, I'm just, I am just light anger runs men, over every single thing that I do. Well, to be honest, I've heard and I believe that men also go through their periods. We don't bleed necessarily out of our butts oh, or our God. penises. Are you, is this Jordan Peterson? No, this is true. Who's men, saying this? Doctors. What doctors? 
every month. If we bleed out of our, if we bleed out of our no. penises, we have to go to the hospital. No, you don't do it. No, every month the sympathy body, periods. No, you every just, month the body of both male and female it goes through a restructuring. No, yeah, Fernando, no, thank you for that. Say, Fernando is my saying, savior today. I, I am just gonna say we've made a moratorium on talking about biology a long time ago. Everyone and knows this. The one I thing honestly googled we, the male. The only period. thing I know about periods is that every time one happens, I go yes. You're married. That's all I know. You're I go, married. Yes. You should be happy. You should be happy. You need to procreate because you're married. Oh my God. Well, are you fucking a Duggar? <laughs> you <laughs> no, sound but like they one were, of the Duggars. They were just in the news yes. again. Oh, by yes. The way. Oh, yeah. They made quite a splash. They made one of the, I didn't know one of the Duggars' names was Ginger with a J. Yeah, yeah. They're not. They're the Come whole, on. The whole now. family needs to be scrapped. Live from your grave. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and. I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God, I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly, you know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right. I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right. My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be. To motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your 
children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Anyway, so this guy, again, in some kind of hormonal rage, perhaps he was on his medical period. I just don't even understand why in the rage. Because, again, I've eaten angry. I've eaten (laughs) sad. You Mm -hmm. know, I've done all of these things. But it's a condom that he he shoved a banana in a condom and he forced it inside of himself. But but the, the OG way, not the butthole. No. Like, he did it through the front door. I actually don't know what the OG way is on that. The butthole or I'd the front eating room. it is the OG way. Okay. I think we I think dick and butt is more natural than banana and butt. There because that's go. a natural extension. Absolutely. And you're a medical doctor. <laughs> so the whole bizar- show is the what bizar- it's about. We again, I've told people <laughs> side stories LPOTL at gmail.com. Send us your medical questions. And we're just going to yes. answer them. I think we're going to do an entire episode. I think for now, that's we're going to answer any their medical trouble. questions. Yeah, people yeah. send us your medical that's questions, good. and we're just going to answer them one by one by one because we know what we're talking about. And that's not sarcasm. That's going to be good for us. Uh, so the bizarre case came to light after a dude walked in, and he was like, man, I keep on puking, dude, and I'm real nauseous. I got mm. a lot of pain. And they're like, well, what now what wait, happened? Wait, 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 what happened there, buddy? Yeah, he wasn't able to tolerate any food or drink. That's weird. And he hadn't had a bowel movement in mm. 24 hours, which, oh, my God, I've been watching these extreme eating competitions, beard versus food. It's this guy who's got a big beard, and he eats a bunch of food. But they're all skinny. All the people doing the eating competitions are skinny now. We actually have talked about that's actually fairly normal. I remember there was that one Asian girl. But back girl in the day, to, they were fat so men. Small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, though? But then the fat men weren't even good at competitive but eating. They were hitting the lip. They're hitting the ceiling because only so much you can do because the fat compresses the stomach. You actually have to be you have to be on the skinnier side because then it allows the stomach to expand. Absolutely. Now, they're also working out. You ever you, Have you seen our hot dog boy? I've seen our hot dog boy. Yeah, All he's of our hot dog boys. He's looking good. Um, so anyway, so the doctor said, okay, so you're feeling sick. You haven't pooped in 24 hours. Let's do a little CT scan. And this is where, if you're a doctor, and you're just like, how wow. fun. Because this is where you're like, Steve, Steve, come in here really quick. Come in here, look at this. Because um, they have to have a... Come in, come in. Look at this. What do you think that is? Uh, so, uh, sir, did you uh, wrap a condom in a banana and eat it, sir? No. Okay. Well, it seems to be obstructing his small intestine. So the patient reportedly had a history of depression and copped it, which is sad. Maybe and he was just com- trying to play Mario Kart with his intestines. I don't know. Yes. Well, it certainly <laughs> led to a bit of a blockage, and he had a bit of a Bowser effect. So he copped to sw- swallowing the prophylactic covered fruit. And again, as Henry said, in a fit of hormonal rage. And then they did end up I, taking it out, but it was like a whole surgery. What's the hormone part of the beginning? He swallowed it. It's Do you not know like where he they, chewed it. But you know where they got it out of? His pooper. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, because then it's closer to the butt than just the mouth. Yeah. It's got to be much more complicated to go back through. Yeah, he's going, because by that point, he's already headed towards the, the door. Yeah. Right? And you just got to be, you just got to, we all got to be careful. He's lucky his doctor wasn't a monkey. Oh, he would have eaten that <laughs> right out of, <laughs> oh, it would have been like that awesome scene in Nope. Oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, I love that. I think he's going to make an entire movie just about that. Oh, I can't wait. But anyway, so the dude, he's been three days. In the hospital where some Three people are days. having cancer. Other people, they fell and they broke their leg. I got banana butt. You got banana butt. And then he was able to poop and eat. And they said, well, once you're pooping and once you're eating, you can get on out of here. Yeah. So the report read two weeks after the operation, he was tolerating a low fiber diet without nausea or vomiting. Oh, my God. And then they say he had a return of normal bowel movements and it's his just, pain was well controlled. It's just not even sexual because that's going up the butt. It's going in the mouth. I, and again, hormonal, hormonal rage. Ooh, man, which is different hormonal rages. I I just watch Tales from the Crypt and I eat about $50 worth of Chinese food. Yes, and that is hormonal rage. Uh, at six months, he continued to endorse normal bowel patterns and diets. He was able to slowly resume his a- uh, active lifestyle and did not have any major concerns. But again, I, the I main mean, question tell, is I'd why. I fucking keep the oranges away from him. I don't know what he's going to do next. 
Yeah. Look at the orange. I can't fit through anything. I just, it's about him choking it down. That I just, I'm so confused, but hey, you know what? Uh, there before the grace of God go I. Because I've never been really in this situation where I've been so desperate, sitting no. wondering, oh, I want to jam one of them monkey fingers inside of one of these condoms and I want to force them down my throat because guess what? I'm doing me tonight. Do you tonight absolutely make it a blockbuster night, stay in, shove something up your butthole, and really enjoy the most recent Seinfeld season eight. I, so, I do want to say if uh, there's one more serious story I want to cover before we get into more of the serious, we get more, we have sillier topics today. We, we do. I mean, we don't even have that much longer to go. But anyway, for this guy, um, they, the, the doctors say usually there's drugs in there. Yeah. But he just had a banana. So maybe he was practicing. I think that we all get confused. I think that we all get confused. Mm. And because, again, just choking down the condom as a whole, it just takes so much hormones. It just takes a lot of hormones. And you just got to be really, you know, keep your head in a swivel out there. Well, my last story is this. Uh, couple in Tasmania that posted a bunch of pictures That's of them fucking a fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, the, the Which fish does video, seem to be much more real. Uh, it, more it makes No, I mean, I'm saying, because I know you've been spreading lies about Tom Cruise, who is someone that I respect now because he does his own stunts. But he's still, he's still like, he, hiding Shelly Miscavige. He's, of course. He's not no, I know. I'm that saying he does his own stunts. Yeah, we know. We all I know. I don't, it takes me very little to be like, nah. He's the only one that Scientology worked for. But these people, uh, the Tasmanian police, have urged well, the yeah. users to delete the photo because it's, it's a woman. I'll put it right here. It's a couple that is. A, they've. I guess it's so. It is interesting that they've. They've. It's a uh, trout. They've asked them to please take it down yeah. very politely. In I a guess way it's not illegal. Said, you can have sex with a trout. I guess. I guess if it's your trout, I guess you could do whatever you want. But there's one still from the video that's still up. That um, it's just a trout sucking on a woman's titties. There you go. And that's one lucky trout. But I, I do uh, think it's got to be, it's got to hurt because it's got little teeth in it. Buddy, that's uh, what they're into. She is a, she's an interesting energy filled woman, whoever that she was, is. So for anyone who you was see like, the one her holding the fish up like it's a prize. I did. Yeah. Um, For anyone who was like, the internet is going to bring us peace and harmony. It's bring us together. Mm -hmm. For those that don't remember, about six months after the internet was invented, uh, there was a picture of a man getting his dick sucked by a fish. And I think that yeah, went pre-viral. That was yeah. before social media. And there's Lemon Party. That, but that was, that's good old fun. And that, that's that just fashion. happened right away. Yeah. So it's never not been what that is. No, no, no. Yeah, they just, uh, they're bored. It's, you know, it's Tasmania. I didn't know what they got a lot going on down there. I didn't know Tasmania was real until it was like 30, dude. I really thought it was just, the, I thought it was, I thought it was a Looney Tune creation. I had no clue Tasmanian devils were you know real. Because it's important to think globally, act locally. And so you just know, you're just concerned no, with the you, map you got act, in front of you. I think you think. Think hmm. globally, act, act locally. locally. Because you can get to local and you can think about the yeah, world. Yeah, but then why are you talking French? You know, be like, oh, I'm thinking global, acting local. Well, How do the French sound? What you're doing is a tactic that I like to do too called log jamming, log jamming the conversation so that everyone <laughs> leaves because everybody can see because they do have to be, it's helpful yeah. with the police. I'm the condom and I'm the banana <laughs> and I'm in your rectum. Oh, great. Um, I guess I will wait to this story. Maybe next week we'll cover it in a little bit more detail when there's more information. But Morgan Dobb, that is a PA woman, Pennsylvania, 26 years old. She shot and killed her parents and then herself in a murder-suicide pact Jesus. where she put out a video on the internet, on YouTube, under the name, I don't know how much longer this is going to last, called Lioness Arising. Mm. And it's a long, rambling video where she talks about abdicating the throne of England about how she's the next queen she and didn't she is do abdicating a, the throne. She didn't do a lot of self-editing. No, 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 no. There's no, there's no like cool wipes. There's no cut to like fun footage. There's no cute cat videos in it. But so she's not, so, but so she was the queen and then she says, you know what? I've given it up. I think that she had a mental breakdown, but no. her parents were so religious with her. Basically in this video, she sort of cops the idea that I am the Antichrist, and I've been born. I'm the perfect choice for the Antichrist, which is why I'm going to be the Queen of England. But then, you know, she, I think she's on it. She's getting a whole other world Bible we're not getting. She's reading a book we haven't received. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But then somehow her parents, because they're saying that there is evidence that points to the fact that the parents, like, allowed her to shoot them, that they believed her or whatever she was saying, and they made some form of pact saying, I'm going to... I'm the well, Antichrist, then, and I'm going to kill you because you created the Antichrist. And they went, yep, checks out. Well, then do you get away with it? If they agree, if they, like, sign the I paper. I mean, they're all dead. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah, she's dead too. Everybody's right? dead. Yeah, so it's like it's all just the story. It's just like it's just like fucked up, and you, you know, you just gotta you just gotta be careful when you have children. So I uh, I was watching uh, one of those explore with us videos last night about a 15 year old that uh, murdered his mother with a sledgehammer completely out of the blue, like literally she had no idea. They were like sending like fun texts back to each other uh, back and forth, you know, and you just never know. You never yeah. know what you what you made. You don't know what they're doing in there. Yeah, most of the time your son's just in there masturbating, but one out of ten times. He's in there thinking that he's going to be the next king of England. That's not good. Go back to masturbating. Go back to masturbating. Honestly, I think that's a, maybe a good thing to do is supply them with porn. They don't need to be supplied with porn. They can get it on their own. They create it in their mind. Also, if that's the worst thing your kid is doing, you're doing just fine. I Kids can't gotta imagine. Jerk off, I guess. I don't know what it must be like again to be a parent and walk into a 14-year-old boy's bedroom. Oh, I, I wear a mask. I yeah. wear a mask and I just, yeah, 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 I just go in with a, a steam shoe. I just literally would blast it with a hose. Ugh. 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 Just thinking about my room. That was like, ugh. All right. Well, let's do Hero of the Week, shall we? Yeah, sure. Hero of the Week. All right. This week's Hero of the Week is uh, Elvis Presley's diet. Yeah. So. That boy. Because, you know, last week I opened with a little bit of a I set up with fact that was immediately then proven to be false. What? Because I said, I, in my mind, I was like, you know, I'd heard, I'd heard tell that Elvis wasn't as fat as we thought we, he oh, was. Resources. But then I looked it up. He was actually very obese. He was Towards 30, the, very, like the very, very end. end. But anyway, it's, uh, we're, we're beginning to understand just a little bit more of what his um, food lifestyle was like yeah, it was a lifestyle. For those that don't know, I'm sure you do, but he died alone in his bathroom at the age of 42, which is really he sad. He was so young, and then he also was uh, he he was pushing too hard because he was on all the pills. He was on all the pills. Uh, he was 350 pounds, and he gained all of that weight in just five years. Oh, wow! And what he would do was consume 10,000 to 12,000 calories a day, and he would eat something called a fool's gold loaf. Well, this was now, his. That was his. He, that's the story. Because you ever heard, if you've heard the story? Oh, I know the story. It's like a famous story where he said to the Memphis Mafia, Hey, everybody, we got to get on a plane. We got to go to Colorado. And that's what they did. They went to Colorado to get his favorite sandwich. The fool's gold loaf. And so what is that, you would say? Well, it's a hollowed out loaf of bread. It is. It's an entire loaf of bread. An entire loaf of bread. A jar of peanut butter. A jar of jelly. Several packs of fried bacon. It's 9,000 calories, and that was one of his favorite dishes. He also had the fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. That's very famous. Well, yeah, and he had his, he had his uh, apparently his cook, he had her remake it five times until he got, she got the formula right. Mm. And she said that what you'd have to do is she said the trick was what Elvis loved is that you needed a full stick of butter <laughs> for each sandwich. That's what he liked, and you Good. gave him what he wanted. And he was just like, I'll tell you what, no matter where, where I'll go. You got a you got a job with me. Well, there you go. You know, and that's a man who knew what he wanted, and he would get on a plane and he'd go get that nine thousand calorie sandwich, which is still to this day sold at the this restaurant. I want to get it. I want to get it. Called it the Colorado does, Mine Company. It looks kind of delicious, kind but, of disgusting, kind of perfect. I sent this to Eddie, like at Larson, yeah. until until you know, like, hey, let's think of this. Was he offended? He actually, what he was offended at. Was the price of the sandwich, which is thirty seven ninety five? Yes, but and again, he was like, it's that a full up, jar of peanut butter, is, a is, full jelly butter. You're jar. taking me. That's what peanut I said. Peanut butter is not cheap. That's what I'm saying. But I said it to Eddie, and he said that markup is criminal. No, that's what he said. It's a restaurant. He's well, Eddie's my restaurant like knowledge man. Yeah, but it's it's a full fucking jar of this stuff. It's you not they're are, not just like little sandwiches. I am now Eddie. You are what I said. That's literally what I said. He was just like, that's preposterous. So that's why preposterous. he was getting mad at the menu just for sheer just like hormonal rage. So the diet of Elvis Presley is also uh, a we hero. better watch Eddie. Because if this is that if his hormonal rage is starting now, and we know he loves bananas. <laughs> he eats like three bananas a day. Uh, he's a banana guy. Uh, this is what, according to author James Gregory, wrote on a book, The Elvis Presley Story. He says, note for his future wife, Elvis loves enormous breakfast yeah, complete with sausage, bacon, eggs, fried potatoes, oh, yeah. home-baked rolls, mm-hmm. and coffee. Yum, yum. He has a tremendous appetite at breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> he, goes, he goes on to say, 
His wife should never develop. <laughs> his wife should never develop elegant or expensive tastes. <laughs> so he, so he's like, if you even think about having caviar, what was well, some kind of fish? He said that he also he loved burnt salmon mm-hmm. that was covered in sugar. He liked sugar glaze. It had to be. But he was, a, dude. He was on the tip of the spear. Of the bacon, I actually think bacon is a little bit overhyped. Well, now, well, that's Nowadays. the whole thing. It became memed. Once it became memeified, then everyone got into the bacon. He was I'm the fine. First I like bacon, but it's fine. It's fine. But he was, I mean, you know, um, whatever. He was the first one to candy it. Yes, he was. Bull- I don't know if he was the first one to ever candy it, but he liked it to be candy. He also, between peanut butter and fried food, he also loved his meat. This is what he said. Uh, this Every- is how much I love this This subject is that I didn't even comment the fact that this is not a human or a hero or even like it's even a in a diet. story. I just like, I just love this. Every meal he ate had to contain some sort oh, yeah. of meat, whether it be mm-hmm. roast beef, ham steaks, boneless chicken, Ooh. hamburger steaks, yum, yum. meatloaf. Yep, and of yep. course, Presley loved everything with the bacon. Me too. Well, oh, he called also, those, what was his special, was his special balls, what he called when he, he put them around the- Elvis's party meatballs. Elvis's party and meatballs. Yeah, because those meatball. are meatballs covered in bacon. Yeah, I can't wrap in bacon. <laughs> I fucking love him, man. He is, this is why, I'm also going this is, I can relate to him. Oh, of course. This is the only can. world-class celebrity where it's like, that's all you do. You just want to eat. So it'd be like, if we just did a weekend with him, we wouldn't have to hang out. We wouldn't have to have absinthe with any with any weird ass creepy people. Tripping balls and fucking meatloaf, dude. Just eat, 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 eat. Do you imagine a life Mm. where it could have been you, me? We got Chris Farley, Alvis, Memphis Mafia, James Gandolfini. Oh my God, that let's bring John Candy. John Candy with that dinner. With that fat man celebration, oh, a real, a real celebration. We don't even. We gotta fucking. We gotta get a crew of fucking fat boys together. Here. Another one of his favorite sandwiches. We gotta get a crew together. We gotta go, go out and go someplace and get fucking like big, large format eats. And everybody comes in like, I want to go to a place, and the waiter says like, stop. Stop <laughs> doing stop. Why what are you, are you doing? doing? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Do you mean we got close that one time? Where? It was, uh, do you remember when it was like it was the second meal we had that one big Vegas trip where we went and we oh, just kept yeah. or, we kept ordering the food and then because we were hammered the woman yeah. was like literally being like this is enough yeah this, this is, is enough. enough and then and then oh, ah I want to get chased out yes indeed like John Panette there you go John Panette another fantastic man who happens to be dead. <laughs> They're uh, like all dead. every single person that you mentioned. <laughs> I'm active. I'm trying to lose a little weight. But after I lose a little, then we can eat a bunch. That's mm. the goal. Uh, another one of his favorite sandwiches was burned bacon crumpled on top of mayonnaise, canned black olives, chopped pecans between white bread. Yeah, I saw and, and, and But you know what? Just to save a little bit of calories, he had his crust removed. Hey, man. Hey, it's a lot of bread. You don't want to carb up too much. He's not running a marathon. You like oyster Rockefellers. So anyway, I just read this article and now I'm hungry. I'm and starving. I'm salivating. I know he's dead and like. It's bad, and like technically, this is supposed to be like a caution, cautionary tale. Side stories, lpotl at gmail the comment. If you have any dietary, like, if you want to ask us about kind of like your our advice as to uh, how to help your diet and your nutrition, your nutritional values, just send those out. We'll help you write it. We're going to go through each one of these emails. We're going to have this a article, whole medical advice episode. This article also says snack time was all the time because he had his, his morning snack. Was four scoops of ice cream with six chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> On top of that, he would eat coconut cake made by the fu- mm. made by his beloved mother. Yep. And during the entire day, Presley would sip on his favorite sodas, Pepsi, Nesbitt's Orange. Yeah, these are old. Old Shasta Black Cherry. So he, you know, I'm gonna say this. Sadly enough, the addiction that he did have was maybe worse for you than heroin. It, well, that's what we talk about all the time. Uh, I remember when my mom went to uh, Overeaters Anonymous for a period, and they do talk about that because, again... Did they it, cover Fat Elvis in the new movie? Well, they made him as fat as they could. Okay. I mean, like, he probably... They put some padding on him. I Again, I liked Austin Butler. I liked his performance. Well, in now the he's, he's stuck in it. Is he eating like I this? Think, you know, stop talking about this. Which I understand. He's like a sexy looking guy. And then you talk, oh, yeah, yeah, their mama. Oh, their mama. You know, like, yeah, in one way, it's antiquated, antiquated, mm-hmm. right? But in the other antiquated. side, right, you're kind of like, yeah, call me darling. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, you crazy, you crazy Elvis, boy. Elvis, uh, this is what Elvis said. This is the longest hero of the week segment it's ever. But so long, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. But he just said, food is the only thing I get enjoyment from. Yeah, it's sad, though. You should have looked for it in the life Oh, my God. Even when he was in the hospital on a strict oh, diet, yeah. he would call his he would call his chef Mary oh, yeah, and on, ask man, her to on. smuggle in hot dogs yeah. and sour Come on, she put it in my mouth. I can't move my hands. Okay. <laughs> Come on, right. on food to put it in my so, teeth. So, Elvis's diet, you are a hero of the week. Anti-hero of the week. Either way, it's just so unbelievably impressive but it is so sad as well because again it was just those five years there that he ate himself to death and he then he died to death. on the toilet that's how it goes it's one of the greatest of all time he earned that death and i yeah. think that's important could he um, still be alive you said yeah he would be 87 years old wow. yep Isn't that nuts so let's do some listener emails I mean, basically what i have here is some oh, i have one cool uh update which is why did all those children die with kites Dude, I, I had no idea. I know I got a bunch of DMs. I didn't know there were kite fighting. I, had I didn't no know clue. that was a fucking thing. I didn't know. And there was apparently there's also a famous book called The Kite Runner that I remember when I was I remember working at Borders, but I never read the book because it seemed boring at the time. But now it does seem interesting. But this is interesting. So they said apparently the kids in India, they, it is common, a common sport for kids in India to do competitive kite battles. And a lot of times what they do, they attach razor wire to a portion of the twine holding the kite so that the they angle the rope so as the kites go, you could maybe snip off right. one of the other lines so the kite would float up to the sky, right? Where you'd go uh. and like, the goal is you have a group of kites going and so that there's only one kite left, like King of the Hill. Right. It does seem exceptionally dangerous now. Well, now we know, but they say that this is, it's such a part of their culture this according to some of our listeners, is that a lot of times the one thing that they do is they create like a slurry using broken glass and glue. They crush up a bunch of light bulbs and they make it real fine. It's sort of like a it becomes this, and then they use glue. Like a cat of nine tails. Yes, and they put it on the line and it makes it super, super sharp, right? And it's like and you really fuck things up. Yeah. But they said that one of these things that seems to be a vaguely common occurrence is that after one of these events, this razor wire. It's kind of left hanging from stuff sometimes. So they talk about one listener wrote a story about hmm. like a, a guy on a scooter getting his neck fucking sliced Whoa. open by a, a piece of wire, a piece of this kite wire that has been razorfied hanging down. And but like, well, you they know don't what really I always do anything say, about it because they say that they want it to. It's such an important part of the culture that they don't know how to stop it. If you bring razor wire to the beach, you leave with that razor wire. That's what I'm saying. How many times do I have to say it? You bring your own razor wire. That's what I do you everywhere leave I go. with it. Yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. This is really crazy. Uh, yeah. This the people just. But yes, it's one of those things that you just have to be careful of when you're there. You got to keep your head in a swivel. You I'm going to say the thing that could solve all of this is just international battle bots. I, I can't wait. I haven't seen it either way. No, uh, I, uh, any, I, I was actually I searched. That's it. how we fix CTE. That's how we fixed war. Because if we just have, I do believe in sort of the kaiju slash like giant mecha version of anime, then maybe what we should do is every country should have one giant robot. And then if we want to fight the country, the robots fight. It's like that fantastic film. I'm totally blanking on the name. Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. But that was fighting a common enemy of an alien. Yeah. Right versus because I'm actually kind of interested. I'm wearing my Evangelion shirt today. Oh, interest that is interesting. kind of interesting. Do you like that? Yes. Yeah. You, you, ever, you, you sit and watch it with me. <laughs> I would. I love it. Yeah. Have you seen Evangelion? Yeah, I watched it when um, after Kevin passed. We watched all of Akira. Yeah, you watched. Yeah, yeah, uh, which you was to do awesome. And then did you watch it. You didn't watch any Naruto or any of that. That's... No, I'm sorry, Naruto. That's what we watched. Oh, you did watch Naruto. Naruto yes, because that's what he loved was Naruto. Yeah. And then, um, but before that, uh, Holden was in an Evangelion phase, so we watched all of those. And it was cool. I mean, I Spark sat there. the mind open, dude. It's mind blown, dude. I didn't quite get blown from it. Yeah, it's because you didn't fucking let it in, doll. I got it. You should watch it again, dude. I get it. Keep watching it, man. I was. Watch it until everybody leaves, There's dog. something when you're That's with what I do. Holden. Well, we love Holden. But there's something when he's like, yeah, just go blow your mind. Like, it immediately makes my brain, I put it to my brain together. You just don't believe him. I can't. That's fine. I, I can understand. You don't believe me? Um, you didn't. Uh, but so next week, I'm going to cover a couple more of these little other emails. But we went, because again, we went real deep on the we diet. We really did do um, But I do want a last little listener email is referencing your last episode of Side Stories and Henry's inquiry into the size of redhead cum. As a bisexual dude is a fan of the ginger clan and a bit of a man whore in my younger days, Great. I can say with authority the following. Redhead dudes shoot the weakest loads. That's number one. Think of it as they said. What? that they just says she, he said it's puddles. 
Is it just puddles? Puddles sounds like um, it's not the weakest load at all. It sounds like they created an entire puddle that could then have an aquifer that could then create duck life. I see. I view mine as sort of like a, a spill. And then, then yeah, that's less than a puddle. Yes. And then why did he say that? Number two, redhead women are the diametric opposite. Their orgasms are the most juicy. Ugh. First of all, I don't like the term juicy. This is a this is a listener. This is a listener wrote this to me to read to you. I just don't think that he would. He's like, if it creates a puddle of semen. Well, no, it's that a small seems puddle. Like, I think that maybe he wasn't with the right redhead. And I want to invite that man over to my house Come on, come on, check out his wares. Come on down to see what kind of juice sitting with Chris is slinging. <laughs> he's, he's been slinging stick old soup. You got to go check out some of that ham soup he's got in them balls. Oh, yeah. The oh, give him a give him a lick. I always call it my stinko soup. That's real nice and there. It's real, real nice. But ham I'll get to some real letters next week. Great. Yeah, I sort of ambushed the entire episode there, but no, it, I it, don't mind. It is interesting though. I will literally devote several episodes of side stories talking about his diet. Yeah, I would just call. I'll That's just how it happened it though. I would literally do what you just did again next week so because of how excited it makes me. It's a different time, huh? Well, no, James Gandolfini died the same way, kind of. Yeah, but he was he never was carrying skinny, the torch. and he was never like a sex symbol. Elvis gave it all up. Women wanted, but for women wanted. But no, you'd say though, but even fat Elvis could sling it. Oh, when you of look course. at see, like those He's still guys, Elvis. Yeah, because you remember how like he began every concert by mouth kissing the entire front row of women. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, I think every single concert began like that. So cool. women were ready to go. Oh yeah, he was cool. I, I've heard that he was not necessarily the most exceptional lover. No, not towards the end. Yeah, but I, <laughs> He's full of bowels. Yes. He's full of peanut butter. But I have. But at the same time, you know, and there's obviously, you know, you got the weird stuff with, you know, because technically Priscilla was like 12 or whatever. Right? You know, again, but that was, again, that was when he was young and skinny. There you go. In a little different optic when she's 12 and he's 350 pounds. Come here, you're my daughter. Come here. Yes. And well, poor Lisa Marie, she's dead as well. Dude, I was surprised how young she was. Yeah, I know. It's very sad. She's been famous, I guess, for a long time. It seems stressful. Seems like she wanted to talk a little bit about the Wuhan leak. And she was shot down. All right. Yeah, we're ending a little controversial. <laughs> so make sure you love that controversial. Your make sure you love. Make sure you love your career, and hold it in high esteem, and you do everything possible to not lose it. Right. Yeah. But sometimes you just gotta laugh, and even within your laughter. You might destroy everything you, you've ever built and created because you are, wanted to make a single person in your sphere laugh. There you go. Right? And then you don't know. But that's why you've got to love. Live? Yeah, love. No, live. Because I did opposite. Oh, you did it. Yeah. You just got to live knowing for a fact that, uh, you know, it ain't that precious. All right. right? Well, thank you. It. Really. Absolutely. This has been great. Nice. This is oh. a good episode one of our worst. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Oh, we're bringing our stream back. Don't forget. February 21st, 8 p.m. live for the Patreon. It's going to go on the YouTube for free after that. So, yeah. but we got it because we got to cut all the stuff. It's going to keep our account from being nuked because it is a bit of a uh, baby monitor state over there. It's a PG world. We're just living we're in just it. We're just living in it. But actually, the world is startlingly NC-17. Yes, it is. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.